This is Bill Woods, and I'm hoping that you're ready to have a wonderful Christmas as we realize the true meaning about Christmas being the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. I wanted to give you just kind of a bonus story today. This is not my regular podcast. This is just something that I hope will say to you, Merry Christmas. I wanted to read this story of why the chimes rang. It was by Raymond McDonald Alden, and I'm not going to add further comment when I'm done. This is just the story in itself that I wanted to share. It's been one of my favorites for years. There was once in a faraway country where few people have ever traveled a wonderful church. It stood on a high hill in the midst of a great city, and every Sunday, as well as on sacred days like Christmas, Thousands of people climbed the hill to see the great archways. It looked like lines of ants all moving in the same direction. When you came to the building itself, you found stone columns and dark passages and a grand entrance leading to the main room of the church. This room was so long that one standing at the doorway could scarcely see to the other end where the choir stood by the marble altar. In the farthest corner was the organ. The organ was so loud that sometimes when it played, the people for miles around would close their shutters and prepare for a great thunderstorm. Altogether, no such church as this was ever seen before, especially when it was lighted up for some festival and crowded with people young and old. But the strangest thing about the whole building was the wonderful chime of bells. At one corner of the church was a great tower with ivy growing over it as far up as you could see. The tower rose so far into the sky that only on a clear day could anyone claim to see the top. Even then you couldn't be certain. Up and up climbed the stones and the ivy. The men who built the church had been dead for hundreds of years. Everyone had forgotten how high the tower was supposed to be. All the people knew that at the top of the tower was a chime of Christmas bells. They'd hung there ever since the church had been built and were the most beautiful bells in the world. Some thought a great musician had cast them and arranged them in their place. Others said it was because of the great height which reached up where the air was clearest and purest. Those who might have ever heard the chimes claimed that they were the sweetest sound in the world. Some described them as sounding like angels far up in the sky. Others as sounding like strange winds singing through the trees. No one had ever heard them for years and years. There was an old man living near the church who said his mother had spoken of hearing them when she was a little girl, and he was the only one who was sure of, of as much as that. They were Christmas chimes, were not meant to be played by men or on common days. It was a custom on Christmas Eve for all the people to bring to the church their offerings to the Christ child. When the greatest and best offering was laid on the altar, there used to come sounding through the music of the choir the Christmas chimes far up in the tower. Some said the wind rang them. Others that they were so high that the angels set them swinging. It had been many long years since they had ever been heard. 
It was said that people had been growing less careful in their gifts for the Christ child, and that no offering was brought great enough to deserve the music of the chimes. Every Christmas Eve, the rich people still crowded to the altar, each one trying to bring some better gift than any other without giving anything that he wanted for himself. And the church was crowded with those who thought that perhaps the wonderful bells might be heard again. But although the service was splendid and the offerings plenty, only the roar of the wind could be heard far up in the stone tower. Several miles from the city in a little country village where nothing could be seen of the great church but the top of the tower, there lived a little boy named Pedro and his little brother. They knew very little about the Christmas chimes, but they had heard of the wonderful service of the church on Christmas Eve. Pedro had a small piece of silver for which he had worked very hard and was able to count it as his offering. While he was sorry that he had to make such a small gift, and since he had nothing else, he hoped that the Christ child would understand. The day before Christmas was bitterly cold with an icy wind that sent the snowflakes flying in the air. It formed a hard white crust on the ground. Pedro and little brother were able to slip quietly away in the afternoon, and by nightfall they had tread so far hand in hand that they saw the lights of the big city just ahead of them. They were about to enter one of the great gates in the wall that surrounded it when suddenly they saw something dark on the snow. It was a poor woman who had fallen just outside the city. She was too sick and too tired to enter where she might have found some shelter. The soft white snow had made a sort of pillow for her head, and she would soon be so sound asleep in the wintry air that no one could ever waken her again. All this Pedro saw in a moment as he knelt down beside her. He knew that he could not leave her, so he sadly told little brother to go on alone, but little brother didn't want to because that would mean that Pedro would miss the Christmas festival. But Pedro, much as he wanted to go, knew that he couldn't leave the poor old woman whose face looked like the Madonna in the chapel window. Little brother still waited, hoping that Pedro would change his mind and, and go with him. But Pedro told him to hurry so he would not miss the service. Then Pedro gave him the little piece of silver that he had been saving and asked him to slip up to the altar when no one was looking and lay it down as his offering. And so Pedro hurried little brother off to the city, trying hard to keep back the tears. As he heard the crunching footsteps sounding farther and farther away in the twilight, it was very hard remaining behind helping the poor old woman in the snow, for it meant that he had to miss the music and the splendor of the Christmas celebration that he had been planning for so long. The great church was a wonderful place that night. Everyone said that it had never looked so bright and beautiful before. When the organ played and the thousands of people sang, the walls shook with the sound, and little Pedro outside the city wall felt the earth tremble around them. At the close of the service came the procession with the offerings to be laid on the altar. Rich men and 
great men marched proudly up to lay their gifts to the Christ child. Some brought wonderful jewels, some baskets of gold so heavy they could scarcely carry them down the aisle. A great writer laid down a book that he had been making for years and years. The king took off from his uh, crown, heavy with sparkling diamonds and rubies and other precious stones, and to the amazement of the assembled throng, he laid it gleaming on the altar as his offering to the holy child. As the king stood there with an expectant smile on his face, the multitude leaned forward eagerly, holding their breath in excitement and suspense. Surely the chimes will ring tonight, they said. Nothing like this has ever happened within the memory of man. And if they don't ring like this noble gift of the king, why should they ever ring at all? But still the chimes were silent, and so the beautiful service was over. The assembled people were plainly disappointed as they sadly prepared to leave the church. Slowly they made their way outward, when suddenly the organist stopped playing as though he were stricken. The people were stunned. All eyes strained toward the altar where a small boy was kneeling in prayer. Yes, yes, it was little brother, Pedro's little brother. He had just put something on the altar beside all the magnificent gifts. It was a little piece of silver. Then, miracle of miracles, the chimes sounded forth. At last, the glorious chimes were ringing. The people were so excited, they could hardly believe it, for no one in the church had ever heard the chimes ring before. And then, there beside the altar stood an angel of the Lord surrounded by the glowing rays of a golden halo. The angel raised her hand as if to cast a blessing on little brother. Then she turned to the assembled multitude and spoke, Tonight, after, lo, these many long years, your wonderful Christmas chimes have sounded again. There were many beautiful gifts to the Lord, but verily I say unto you, it is not jewels or other riches of this world that please the Christ child. What pleases him is love and unselfish sacrifice. Tonight the chimes have rung not because of the many wonderful gifts, but simply because of the love and unselfish sacrifice of a little boy. I do want to wish you Merry Christmas. I hope that you find the secret of Christmas not in the tinsel, it's not in the uh, celebration, it's in realizing that Jesus Christ, God's Son, came to save us from all sin.